Hello everyone, welcome back to the final podcast episode of 2021. I'm so happy you're here. Today's episode is a little bit of a different one. Um, We're really focusing on the sisterhood and community and magic, earth magic elements of this work with one of my best friends here on the island. I think it's really vital to celebrate and give voice to the sisterhood and coming together and magical elements of this process that so many of us are in of collectively aligning with earth and activating into these catalyzing roles for the drastic larger scale changes that need to happen, these changes that are happening. Also in permaculture, we try and orient around earth care, people care, and fair share. Those are like the three core values. Through a lot of experiences I've had in the past couple years, I'm realizing more and more that the social cohesive elements, like the ability to feel safe together, to bring motivation and collaboration to working on projects together, is absolutely huge. And having that or not having that is a big reason why so many of these projects make it or don't make it yeah without like true community and trust and authentic leadership there's no amount of technical skill or funding that can actually bring about the change we need to see in the world because the collaborative social element and care for each other just isn't there like that net and that trust has to be there you know Yeah, just to share a little bit about my experience that I'm having here in Hawaii from this lens. Um, When I first moved here, I was part of a community that then collapsed during COVID due to, yeah, inadequate leadership and no real cohesive egalitarian social framework. And it was honestly also, in my opinion, due to the lack of feminine leadership and space holding my experience that I'm definitely still currently in here on the island and in life of learning to really work well with other people to be trusting to collaborate to feel safe doing that and be to be able to be a positive force in this crucial people care element of the work of regeneration is a major part of the yeah, the learning process that I'm still in and having. Autumn came into my life here on the island as one of these like powerful yet gentle feminine catalysts that I feel safe with and co-creative with. And these kinds of women like Autumn are really shaping my life and supporting my life here. It's a big deal, right? Like a lot of us deal with this sisterhood wound from, that comes from bullying or different social traumas growing up, which I totally had. So this is uh, a really important piece of the work, I think. Also, such a cool parallel is that Autumn and I are both so fortunate at this moment in time to be, to be able to offer our support to and be supported by these phenomenal networks of women who value our work, which really speaks to the symbiotic thriving that is possible when we as people, no matter what gender, come together and co-create. Additionally, Autumn identifies as a witch and practices earth and plant magic, and her embodiment in this space has really helped me to feel freer to explore this side of the magic and energetics that I'm experiencing 
working with other women and working with the earth. So yeah, this is a fun, girly conversation with a dear friend of mine. As she and I are both still very much living and loving our journeys. And I hope that as you listen, you feel like you're here held in a loving space with us on this lush island, feeling safe and loved and inspired and witchy. <laughs> All right, let's go. Hello, everyone. I am here today with the amazing Autumn Brienne to talk mm. about community and sisterhood and magic. And Autumn, I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you, Jennings. It's such an honor to be here. Thank mm. you for having me on your show. Yes, my pleasure. Would you tell everyone who's not familiar with your work just a little bit about what you do and who you are? Yes, so my name is Autumn. I work with women primarily in the realm of magic, um, earth-based magic, really like earth-based spirituality, but magic. My sweet spot to play in is like where spirituality and science meet in that like really quantum ooey-gooey place. <laughs> and I'm the host of the Freeing the Wild Women podcast. I work with women one-to-one -one and in group journeys I have an online coven and yeah I really just like play my way um I've really been diving into flower medicine recently and that's something mm. that I'm really incorporating more into the my work and I feel like it will be like the future direction of what I do working with women specifically and who knows maybe even men at some point but with flower medicine in the emotional realm and I feel like yeah, flowers are a really beautiful example of like that space where spirituality and science meet and opens up a whole field of possibility. But yeah, that's me. Oh, amazing. I am so happy to have you on this show. Like, I think um, such a big theme in both of our lives right now is the elements of sisterhood and magic and like working with plants and attuning to the earth that's really the main theme I'd say in or a major theme in both of our lives right now absolutely and it's really amazing because both you and I are actually supported by these really amazing communities of women yes like yes, we are luckily for us. <laughs> I know it's like so beautiful you know, for me here on the island, I just want to give a shout out to the amazing, amazing women who value my work. Mm. And, you know, we work with the earth together and it feels so good to care, you know, as feminine beings, like for the feminine body of the planet. Mm -hmm. And you also have an amazing circle of women around you with the coven and all your work that you do and flower essences so I wanted to talk a little bit about, yeah, just like the feminine aspects of working with the earth and earth magic and also something that I really value about you is this is what it feels like when space is held well mm. by the feminine is like feeling safe, feeling wanted, feeling like this sisterhood and and how important I feel like it is in this moment, particularly as women, to feel safe to come together and have this community so that we can create these ripples in the world of, you know, better earth care and people care, like, for each other. 
And you're just such an amazing example of that because I just feel so like safe with you. Thank you, Jennings. I appreciate that. And yeah, I was actually reflecting on this last night. So it's funny how full circle things are, but just like, I feel like I'm naturally just like kind of good at holding space. And I feel like I'm the oldest of five kids. Like I had to like learn how to like, oh, how can I balance energies to like bring peace, you know, so everyone is taken care of and peace can be had. And from that, like just like my upbringing, I feel like I learned how to hold space in a way and also just being really feminine and like I have a really feminine body type and just natural inclination towards like yin energy and like being soft and being round and being in the unknown, like all these things. My life has kind of led me to be able to listen. And I think that's, you know, a big thing with earth magic, with working with the earth in general. Plants can't tell you what they need, right? Like they can't tell, speak to us and be like, this is what you need to do. It takes observation, mm-hmm. which is like... You have to learn to listen. You have to learn to fucking listen with all of your senses, not mm-hmm. just, you know, hearing, but really listening, like being tuned in, being present with. And yes. I, you know, you know the cliche, I guess it's a cliche, I don't know. Someone said it, but the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Mm-hmm. I've really been feeling that recently because it's like, okay, how I like, yeah, how I hold space my, is how I can garden or how I can garden is how I hold space. How I relate to someone when I'm mad is how I can relate to some someone that I love and mm. just really like fine tuning these small moments of like, okay, how, who do I be in this moment? you know magic exists it doesn't just exist when i'm catch casting a spell it exists when i'm washing the dishes like who mm-hmm. do i be in relationship to the world like how do i listen how do i hold space like how do i want to be loved so how am i going to love and yeah play mm-hmm. like playing playing the way through i think that's a big piece of like feminine wisdom of space holding of cultivating sisterhood is like i don't have to be right like i don't have to know how i can be curious and i can you know, let the story unfold and just like play my way through it and like trust myself to figure it out. Trust, you know, other people, trust sisters that we're going to meet each other with love. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of layers here. You know, there's so many different ways we could go, but. And I mean, the whole ability to work together, to listen, observe, cooperate, do things collectively. That's how all of nature operates. That's like, that's the divine operating system of the earth. It's Mm. this symbiosis. It's the organisms. I mean, sometimes it's beautiful, like fungal networks supporting and allowing trees to get nutrients. And sometimes it's, you know, predator-prey relationships, whatever it is, it's, there's always this flow back and forth between and the systems responding to each other, Mm. especially, you know, even if you're going to listening deeply to another person you read their body language you see their how are they looking how are they doing and same with a plant you know it's like have you had enough water Mm -hmm. you know are you looking healthy are you getting nutrients you need anyways I just feel like there's so many parallels between the way that nature works and also the ways that we work with nature and the way that we work with each other Mm -hmm. as like a sisterhood absolutely and there are so many pieces here, like so many different things just came to my mind as you were saying that. The first thing like that seems really important is the comparison piece because I think that's like such a huge thing within sisterhood. If we were going to really dive into like sisterhood, mm. like really having trust, sisterhood wound. Have you heard of the book um, 
The Red Tent. Yes. Have you read it? I haven't read it. My mom gave it to me a while ago, but I didn't read it. It is so triggering to me. Really? So I'll like... Because I was thinking of that, the sister, the sisterhood wound. So this this book is literally about a, this man who gets married off to this sister and ends up marrying all of the sisters so they're blood sisters and there's this husband and yes they have this red tent where they all go bleed and you know to escape like but there's this one man and all these women he's like married to them all he sleeps with them all like it's traumatizing and i'm like wow this is like who even knows what all there's just so many layers to like this competitive energy within women and Mm. i feel like yeah, just like the, looking at a garden or thinking about a garden, thinking how, you know, flowers grow. It's like if the sunflower was trying to be a different flower, it wouldn't be the beautiful sunflower that it is. And like, so, you know, self-love, self-acceptance, really focusing on who we are. Like we, you and I, for like we have very different body types. We have different expressions in the world. And like, they're both incredibly beautiful and necessary and together like we we can create so much we can get shit done we can collaborate in such an efficient way Mm -hmm. and would it be you know would it be able to be what it is if I was trying to be more like you or you were trying to be more like me like Mm. no fucking way like it's the alchemy of of honesty like of truth of like this is who I am and diversity too like all of these parts of expression are necessary absolutely something that you do so well is you hold space like for those of you who haven't been around autumn you just feel really wanted and mm. like at home and like comforted so i grew up i didn't have too many girlfriends growing up and i've come into that more as i've grown up and i'll also say it's so important in this moment for us to be able to come together work collectively towards things like earth care and caring for each other do you have any tips or advice or insights you would give into how to hold space, particularly as women for each other so that you, mm. so that we feel safe, you know? Totally. Yeah. Safety. Like that's it. I feel like safety, I mean, is almost like the root of everything. It's the root chakra. It is the root of everything. It's like, I, if I'm safe, I can grow. Like it's like a seedling. Like if it's safe in the ground, it's going to be able to grow. And that is you know like incredibly important I think one self-tending like that's always the first like really like nourishing and nurturing ourselves like creating safety for ourselves. like I know you know like I have I have space to hold space because I've filled myself up mm. and that is like always like first and foremost and second you have to be the one and when I say like you have to be the one I mean like you gotta if you want you got to be vulnerable. Mm. You have to be willing to be vulnerable with your sisters and, you know, in order for them to be vulnerable with you and vice versa. Not not saying, and this is something that I've learned this year so much is like, yeah, I love so many women. I have so many incredible sisters in my life and be- beings in my life in general. And I'm kind of learning this lesson of just because I love someone doesn't mean I have to hold them right here next to my heart. Like I can mm. love someone without telling them all you know, of my inner bits and pieces if they don't, like, hold the space I desire to be held for me. That doesn't take my love away from them or, you know, like, anything like that. It's just knowing how I can relate to other people and how they can relate to me in a way that's actually supportive. But being willing to be vulnerable, like, being willing to put your heart out on the table when it is time and when it is, you know, when you're wanting to create these really close relationships, like, vulnerability is important and that requires 
strength, which goes back to self-tending, having the, you know, knowing what I might call spiritual thorn. We're working with rose medicine, which Which you do. I always am. (laughs) Is like, yeah, knowing that you, you're protected and not like you're guarded, not like you have walls up or there's a fortress, but that you got yourself. And that's your protection, your spiritual thorns. Like you got it. Like you're rooted. You're you're tuned into yourself. You know if you're feeling a certain way, you're going to create what you need mm. in order to like to feel better or to take care of. The more space you can hold for yourself, genuine space, like the easier it is to hold space for others, I think. Mm. The vulnerability piece. And then also being willing to like not know and this kind of goes into like the vulnerability i think but like being willing to not know being willing to not have an answer and and not feeling like you need one like if a sister is sharing or something you don't need to have something to say back Mm. you don't need to have an answer have a solution i think this is like a huge piece especially with if you're a man listening to this or if you have more masculine energy in general not all problems need a solution and that's like where space holding is just i'm creating space like i'm holding space Mm. there doesn't have to be something said back right like we can just listen you know that reminds me of this book men are from mars women are from venus oh i'm not but i've heard of it (laughs) it's it's big on that it's like um basically like men always want to try to fix a problem Mm -hmm. i mean this is you know and obviously there's more gender identities than we're describing here and all gender identities are valid and this doesn't describe everyone's experience but you know this book was saying like men always want to have the answer and or that that's like the more masculine approach whereas what the feminine or a person like in that vulnerable space actually needs is just empathy it just needs listening exactly Mm -hmm. yeah exactly just being you know like I don't need to know. Like, I don't need to fix it. I can just listen because I, I, I love you. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's enough. To round it all out here is, like, just, yeah, showing up with an open, compassionate heart. We're, we're not going anywhere. Literally nothing on earth is not from earth. I've been tripping out on this. Like, <laughs> I'm always tripping out on something. I was but... thinking about this today. <laughs> really? Yeah. Sure. Oh, well, just how we're all rising and falling into the earth. Literally. Literally. And we are the earth experiencing itself. Literally. Even whatever we want to deem it, like plastic. I'm like, that is the most ancient earth we're holding in our hands. And we want to say that it's bad. I know. It knows more than we do. And like, <laughs> like that's just a fact. <laughs> you know, like there's mm-hmm. a certain amount of water that has been on earth that is still on earth that lived inside of dinosaurs and trees and fruits and vegetables and worms and now in our body it it's everything like we know everything to, in some degree like we're connected to all of it what the fuck it's pretty magical <laughs> it is pretty magical like we're pieces of the earth talking to each other right now in however you know however long we'll be trees again maybe mm. we'll be planted next to each other and get to talk mm. to each other right Our and on and on and on you know yeah. it's wild okay well this it ties in really nicely with what i really want to dive into with you with which is earth magic okay you and i we both work in this realm and it's so potent and sometimes i have a hard time i don't discuss the spiritual side of what i do too much mm. working with the earth but it's immensely significant and spiritual to me as a feminine being to use my body to stand for and nurture the body of the earth especially Mm. in this time when 
you know, there's so much of the opposite happening and it's feels like such an important part of intersection of personal meaning, magic, activism, spirituality. For me, I feel like I have to take a stand. Like if Mm. now is not the time to take a stand, I do not know when that time is. So yeah, I was just curious, how do you approach the subject of earth magic or like if someone's like earth magic, these freaking hippie girls out on this Uh island, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which we are recording this from Maui right now. We are. We're Uh, lucky. And yeah, what would you, how would you speak about Mm. what earth magic is? I like to, oh my God, I'm such a Sagittarius, like Sagittarius (laughs) Mercury. Like I'll never give you the same definition twice or like the same, (laughs) never. So don't, you cannot expect that from me. But I like to think of earth magic as the reality that existing is magical and that you can see that in literally every single thing on this beautiful planet on earth. And um oh my gosh there's you know we could get into quantum physics about it a little bit and talk about a couple different laws but really I've every the water in my body is the same water in the ocean right like it's the same fucking water Mm -hmm. I drink water it assimilates and turns into my body I drink food it assimilates and turns into my body I breathe air it assimilates and turns into my body I absorb sunshine it assimilates and turns into my body um we are we are fully connected to this earth like you were what we were just talking about is like my beingness is an expression of the earth herself like I am not separate in any way from the earth Mm mushrooms and earthworms could eat my body that you like and then i'll turn into soil like Mm -hmm. i am the earth Mm -hmm. you are we are the earth and really when i work with earth magic i'm working with um native ways of being and when i say native i'm talking primarily like native to ireland and to like celtic beings druid beings who are native to this earth who have their spirituality native to this earth following the will of the year um i specifically relate to druidism and just find that so fascinating um but celtic mysticism it's all the same eastern european um Mm -hmm. earth-based spirituality what paganism was born from or these these concepts of like okay following the wheel of the year so like for example right now in the northern hemisphere we're in between Samhain which is um the halfway point between Maven, which is the autumn equinox, and we're about to be coming into Yule, which is the winter solstice. So I'm literally like, okay, what is Earth telling me right now? And I am, we're in this in-between space, moving from Sabbath to Sabbath of Samhain into Yule, and Samhain is kind of like the threshold into autumn, into darkness, and Yule is like the peak darkness of the year the winter solstice is the um darkest day of the year the coldest day of the year the longest night of the year the earth has an energetic imprint at this moment right like she's saying something and so it's like really just being attuned to these rhythms that are just innate to the earth that are innate to our own bodies while also so it's like kind of zoomed in in that way but like while also holding the paradox that in the southern hemisphere it's the exact opposite in this exact same moment so that's where you really get quantum and it opens us up to like wow like this exists and this other opposite thing is existing at the same exact time they're in the in-between of um beltane and ostara 
so they're like on the other end of the spectrum you know it's becoming spring is like about to turn into summer it's like they're experiencing a peak on the other side of things and that's happening on earth in the same breath like living within this life death portal of existence mm-hmm. on earth and <laughs> i don't know I, I could go on a tangent forever but working with this energy of what's present on earth now and also like the interconnectedness of all things so it's like you know as specific to a flower if i'm working with rose or i'm working with something different like iris or a lily or whatever it may be like this flower this plant has an energetic essence that i can connect to beyond you know it's like herbal properties this is a being the same way i'm a being on earth upon earth like Mm. we could both be turned into the same soil there's one periodic table that all things are existing within and out of so it's really just like understanding that this life is so fucking magical because it's it's limited but within the that limitation is infinity and infinite possibility and we're here experiencing it literally in an internal landscape level of like on our emotional scale we can feel a hundred emotions in two minutes <laughs> we can go into a hundred different ecosystems you know literally within an hour if you're on maui mm-hmm. and yeah just like magic is fucking real and it exists on earth it's not above earth or separate from earth or like in the cosmos or somewhere else it's like within our own body and within the body of this planet of what you just talked about the natural cycles that are always happening even just what what phases the moon in like what phases are our bodies in as women that's so such an important and crucial piece of being a person that I feel I mean was really not included in the dialogue when I was growing up like hey you're you're in this part of your moon cycle and the moon is doing this you may feel a different energy level and that's normal because our bodies like the moon are always cycling um and then like what you're saying about the all these these beings existing like just like us and the energies that we get to be with when we're working with them i mean just the energy of growing food yourself like of course i bring it back to this you know of course. <laughs> i was thinking of this cassava that i got to eat last week that uh, a good friend of mine and i like we were with it through its whole life cycle mm. she and i and then we like got to, you know she shared it with me and i got to eat it and it was so like the energetics in your body in my body that i feel when i work with and eat plants that I have been part of their whole life is just really that's magic it's like a buzz yeah (laughs) absolutely and then like next like taking that even like a layer deeper is like that cassava is literally going to become you Mm. like you're it's going to become your cells it's going to become your blood like it's you become this cassava that (laughs) you tended to yes like in a way like participated with it structuring its body mm-hmm. and then it structures my body and that's mm-hmm. cool the way that these pulses of energy move back and forth between us and the earth and like the seasons and us and all of the beings you know it's it's, it's incredible trip. <laughs> it is a trip and you know what i was i've been thinking about just like seventh grade science was so important and i was like not i was worried about my braces you know the boy sitting behind me like all these different things i was like i could not be fucking present to the shit and it was so important i can't even remember what the law is but it's like you learn like 
energy is not created nor destroyed, only mm. transformed, right? Mm. Like we learn that when we're, I don't want to say too young to understand it, but maybe like, I wish I was learning that right now, which I could be, but like these very formative things we learn about science and the nature of reality because it's so important. Like, is if you really think about that, like energy is not created nor destroyed, only mm. transformed. First of all, that is God, right? Like that's spirituality in a nutshell. That mm. is like the karma. transformative that's dharma that's literally every yeah mm-hmm. that energy is just being passed along and through mm-hmm. all things even you know death so if it doesn't die but we die what's actually happening right oh our body becomes soil that's fe- like can you imagine mm-hmm. like i mean that's just so expansive like oh if- my gosh i just had this vision as you were saying that i think about this a lot and it comes into my head a lot like the toric force field mm. are you familiar with that tell me it's like it almost looks like if you're looking at it just as illustrated as a flat plane it looks like um an apple core almost, okay yeah. where it's like okay that's what i thought you might be you know uh, rising up out of the ground and and circling around mm-hmm. and then if you were to see it 3d it looks kind of like a donut that's like spiraling right yeah cycling around itself and representing, you know, everything like coming from the earth, rising up, blooming, doing its thing, decomposing, going back into the earth. And I sometimes will see that in my meditations. And I, I was just thinking of that when you were speaking about That's fascinating. This is like also comes to my mind because, and I'm curious if this is true for you. I've never, I don't think I've had the chance to ask like your girlfriend about this yet. But you know, like after you orgasm or after like you exp- like release a lot of energy, like my inclination is to kind of curl back in or like curl up you mm-hmm. know or like like cross my legs in yeah like I don't just like orgasm and want to stay open I'm like and then I come back in mm-hmm. and it's like that cycle of like yeah right. like from a seed I come all the way up and then I produce a seed and then it starts over yeah just... yeah or even like the way that we use our energy through the day you know like having bursts of energy and then resting and or like literally you know the cycles of day and night yeah Yeah. like summer going into winter back Mm -hmm. into summer it is it's like life and then death and then life and then death except for there is no life and there is no death it's just uh re-becoming yeah yeah like because it's true oh my god it's so fucking crazy because it's like yeah every plant before a plant dies it's going to produce a seed so it's like that energy didn't die it literally transformed like Mm -hmm. alchemy happened and this is why i can really geek out on bees and i feel (laughs) so inspired by the bee world because bees are they defy every law we have about physics their little wings should according to all of our human-made knowings are too small to carry their mass really they do i didn't know that yeah and scientists keep trying to make honey in a lab Mm -hmm. but they cannot figure out the enzymes bees use to make honey wow it's out because it's complete alchemy it's nonsensical and they use you know the hexagons which is isn't it like the most scientifically efficient shape that there is Uh hexagon yeah it's like a perfect more more, most structurally sound and like Mm -hmm. yeah stable Mm -hmm. like equip yeah yeah somehow all of this and they work in community right it's all about they're serving this higher purpose and it's actually all honeybees are women I don't know if you knew this, the drone bees are men and they don't have um, stingers. And their only purpose is to mate with queens and then they die. Well, it's not their only purpose because they also go from hive to hive and collect stories from other hives and then come and sing them 
to the baby bees to the brood before it's hatched yet so oh my gosh yeah it's it's really fascinating i really want to nerd out on bees on this podcast with someone who is like super into the bee that would be fucking cool it might be me in a couple years because i'm feeling called oh yeah i'm yeah i love Mm. bees (laughs) so something i wanted to touch on was the process and you and i talked about this a little bit and i've heard you talk about it some on your podcast is like the process of really like listening and tapping into plants like listening to plants tapping into them or for me I even will do this with the natural elements um and how to it I feel like that's that's certainly earth magic this um connection and I was curious to hear kind of what is your process with that and I could share some of mine and just really um, kind of diving into and speaking about the process of listening to plants, listening to the earth and how how real that is for you and I and how we do that. Mm, beautiful, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to share about this um, in my from my experience, but... I feel like, oh my gosh, like we're humans are so sensitive. Mm. We are so sensitive. And we have kind of like desensitized ourselves in a lot of ways to just like make it through life. Like, can, if we didn't, like, if we didn't desensitize, like, you couldn't work 40 hours a week. Like, you literally could not. Mm-hmm. You have to numb in order to do that because we have fucking needs. We have desires. We have wants. Like, we are so beyond. we feel too much to do that honestly we're you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so we like put up walls and we guard ourselves and we kind of turn off some of our senses yes um and what i've noticed for myself is like the more i've let myself and like even growing up i my parents would be like you're too you wear your feelings on your sleeves like you're crying for no reason all these different things Mm -hmm. and so i like desensitize myself to the world to fit in my journey has been like allowing myself to really be as sensitive as I actually am Mm. and I notice like my nipples are more sensitive than they used to be and like I like to the touch I'm more sensitive because I'm tuning into my sensitivity and that is also like all senses like listening seeing tasting smelling and I feel like this sensitivity is what has been so crucial for me in this connect connectedness to earth and to plants and to be able to listen and to be Mm. open to hearing messages from different than I might think I will hear them right like to to really feel to really listen to really be quiet and be with the plants and like trust myself trust where I feel called to walk trust what I'm seeing um Mm. and just listen and I feel like like when I'm out in the forest and I'm like ooh, like I just you know turn my whole body turns in one direction and I see this flower that I'm like whoa like how did I see this it it literally called me over mm. but I can't explain that you know because yeah. it didn't talk it wasn't like autumn but it was me. but it was right <laughs> yes and it's like okay where where were we meeting this is what I believe I guess I'll just share this so mm. I think that <laughs> every we all have a vibe right everything has a vibe you walk into a room and you can see like are the people happy are they mad are they going through something are they anxious you know without them even saying we feel it Mm -hmm. right 
that's happening with all beings all the time. And when I say all beings, I mean plants and trees and bugs and birds and animals and all creatures of this earth. But the cool thing, like as a human, is we experience like a jillion different emotions and we're also like unattached, quote unquote, meaning like my feet aren't rooted into the earth. Mm. I can go anywhere I want and feel anything I want to feel. Yes, we're where, mo- motile organisms. Exactly. <laughs> Great vocabulary <laughs> Thank word. Thank you. Where like a tuberose is completely rooted into one spot, having its one process exactly where it is. Mm. That's a totally different energy, right? So it is in this realm where my vibe can change into a thousand different places. This is tuberose is having one vibe because it's literally just is where it is mm. doing what it's doing. So I, my invitation, if I want to connect with tuberose, I need to go be where tuberose is. Mm. I need to connect with tuberose. And experience what the plant is experiencing. Right. Yes. I love that. Like, taking in with your senses what the plant is experiencing and I think of what you're saying you know and like to go and sit with plants and really just like be with them I think is really you can get a lot just going and like sitting with a plant as a teacher um and not even in a psychedelic way just in the garden I guess for me I do a couple different things like you know I do a lot of dynamic um, food forest and mm-hmm. garden work here on the island so I'm getting to see these plants through their stages and their cycles and see how they respond and kind of like tweaking something seeing how they respond tweaking again and that's really beautiful that's more of like a longer learning and then something that's been really helpful for me recently is thinking of like how am I like this Mm. right like really trying to get into the like trying to kind of meld my mind with the the similarities and experiences that both this natural organism or element is having and myself and this was taught to me by uh, Brian Leto of Biotemple actually Mm. and I've been using it a lot and like today I was working in the rain and I was like god how am I like the rain and I'm like mm. we <laughs> and I was thinking of like when I would cry you know like I also drip you know and I sweat and like my water goes into the earth the same way or like even when we pee outside <laughs> totally um and cycles back up again you know and like um I have a cool episode where I kind of went around thinking about this like about the lava and different natural phenomenon that maybe will be published before this one or maybe after oh, cool. or just and I feel like it just helps get in that flow totally. you know like asking how am I like this and then letting your brain really like show you sit with it and all sorts of messages will come through mm, I love that <laughs> do you ever when you're working with the plants do you ever feel like they're talking to you like do you have like thoughts that come into your head about Mm. all sorts of subjects when you're I know you do (laughs) yeah absolutely I want okay I want to go back to what you were just saying and then answer this question and they'll tie in but that like the law of correspondence and like alchemy and I'm sure Brian yes biotemple is like 
on this similar like wave of thought but it's like law of correspondence is what states like as above so below as within so without Mm -hmm. so it's like literally like whatever essence and this is how flower essences work it's like whatever essence this tree is in or like this rain is in or this crystal is in or whatever this specific flower is in that essence exists within me like literally the energy of this iris here like exists within me Mm. which maybe it like iris is all about inspiration like there's an inspired part of me that always exists am i always activated in that inspiration no because i am a human and i can be in this feeling or that feeling or that feeling Mm -hmm. but then that inspiration exists so i love that like exercise of like okay but how like who is this version of me that is this thing like who is she similarities yeah that's really brilliant to me thank Um, you yeah and Mm. I feel like I do. Like, I feel like I've received from, like, specifically, I want to say the flowers. That's just been, like, yeah, my... Yeah, so strong for you. Yeah, it's so strong for me. And just, like, I feel like I receive messages so clear. And it's, like, it doesn't, you know, sometimes it is, like, I'm sitting with Rose and I journal. And, like, I'm, like, wow, this message came from Rose. Like, this came through me, but it was not from me. Mm-hmm. It was, like, from Rose herself. But I feel like, yeah, I'll be laying laying on the earth or like in the forest you know sitting with a flower and I feel oh my god this is what's happening or even okay this is a good example when I was home there's this um plant in Texas, in Texas. yeah when I was visiting Texas um visiting my parents there's this plant called puncture vine oh, uh, yeah. goat head stickers is what it makes mm-hmm. and it's related to sensitivity mm. so it has this thorny i don't even know how to explain it because the words i use like stickers people are like the fuck is a sticker and i'm like y'all don't even know what a sticker is <laughs> southern girls over here <laughs> but um like a burr like a like a seed that sticks onto your clothing and exactly and your yeah it's meant to yeah. hurt you mm-hmm. and yeah i'm just looking at you know i'm looking at this plant and i'm like oh my god don't step on me is what I hear Mm. right and it's like okay like I gathered this through my observation yes and also through the essence and the feeling and the relationship I've cultivated with this plant so I have this whole I wrote all these things like what I feel like the essence of this flower is going to help with but where did I receive that information from through this relationship and that's what I feel like is so important Mm. it's like for me at least if I don't know a plant, like I haven't spent time getting to know them, I haven't drank their tea or inquired about them or looked them up, you know, like I haven't courted them, I don't have a relationship with them yet, mm. I'm not just going to expect them to tell me all their fucking secrets as the same <laughs> way I went it with a human. Yes, you I know? love that. It's re- like, it's about the relationship coming from a Libra moon in the seventh house, but <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know, when we have a relationship, like I've known goat heads my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've you know been hurt by them like I've fought with them like we have a relationship and now I feel like I have this appreciation and I can hear them same with roses I've spent so much time with rose like same with chamomile I've spent so much time with chamomile I have you know a relationship with Tulsi that's like a handful of plants that I feel like yeah I have a relationship with these plants mm-hmm. nettles now this year like a newfound yes. relationship you know I'm about the nettles yeah I got with like I met nettles this year um but I'm not going to say, you know, like, do I know what Blue Lotus is about? No. Mm, like, not I, yet. Not yet, you know. Yes, because you have to build the relationship. Exactly. Yes, I love that. And, like, gardening, uh, earth, like, really, let's see. Yeah, earth magic in the way of 
relating with plants and forming this relationship I love that because it's like a or it's a hands-on way to form that relationship and just like any relationship it's not built immediately right like you have to get to know it and be with be with the being over time and see what unfolds exactly which is why I loved also what you said a minute ago about like actually you know when you're gardening and you're seeing these cycles you know you know the fullness of this creature of this being like you're not just seeing you know like you get a bell pepper in the store and you're like oh this is a bell pepper and if you saw a bell pepper plant you it's still a bell pepper mm-hmm. it's just not you know it's not the fruit it's like a different process like yeah. that's the being you know like that's the wholeness of a being it's kind of like the crone or you know like the maiden yes it's all just, the stages yeah different phases of this being Mm, I love that. It reminds me a little bit of Vandana Shiva's work protecting, you know, seed diversity mm. in India and how the, you know, Monsanto tries to have farmers buy these gen- genetically modified seeds that are reliant on a herbicide and they kind of get into this, hooked into this cycle. And then here's this like amazing feminine being who is standing up for like the relationship that we have with the full life cycle of of earth and the ability to save seeds and I've just been diving into her work more recently and it made me think of that because the whole honoring the whole cycle Mm -hmm. you know Mm. so important so important and that's something that our society and it's so it's so related it's like okay we've been in this oh what do they call it oh patriarchy (laughs) oh yeah patriarchy (laughs) we've been in this patriarchy that is like beautiful in some ways like there you know in some ways there's so much beauty to that and it's anything in imbalance is becomes toxic Mm -hmm. or like um poisonous in a way like even the most medicinal herb like so good for you if you take too much if i take too much rose i'll be dried out Mm -hmm. it's a drying herb like and anything in imbalance is it's imbalance Mm -hmm. um the yin has been squandered a bit like the Mm -hmm. feminine it's been the patriarchy so the matriarch has not been as present yes we've not been feeling our emotions like you know death has not been honored our society doesn't know what to do about or with death or how to talk about it like and it's all that death is the yin that's the feminine essence you know it's Mm. all all this whole winter you know it's like like the darkness from which life comes into which it returns yes uh yeah but we're the balance is happening. The mean, balance the shift is, is shifting. Here. It's like, clearly yeah. shifting. Yeah. yeah I and mean, the fact we can have this conversation or yes. like women post pictures of period blood on their face on Instagram, like mm-hmm. that's huge. Yes. You know? Yes. This moment in time to come together as women to care for each other and care for the earth is so incredibly important. And it's so, I'm just so grateful that both you and I get to work in these realms me too of yeah supporting the feminine and and like the body right the body that we all are that we all come from like how feminine is that like the earth is our mother it's so sweet (laughs) (laughs) and it's Mm. us and this is just such a potent moment to to do this work i think yeah i agree it's it's an honor to get to be on earth in general like i'm like if i was in the ethers or i don't know like 
deep in the the earth's crevices i'd be like i really just want to see a lion (laughs) i really just want to taste some chocolate cake like the things that we can do here what we have access to is beyond like literally talk about fucking earth magic you get some you mix some flour and some cacao and some sugar in a bowl and you have a cake yeah yo like (laughs) that is magic yes and all the plants that all that came from exactly completely from earth like that's wheat and sugar cane Mm -hmm. and cacao and like Mm -hmm. you know coconut oil like it's amazing yeah wow well i guess like something i just love about you is you really you're like magic is real and the more that i feel into it and all these levels the fact that we're even here right now sitting Mm -hmm. with each other in the middle of the pacific ocean being able to broadcast this to so many amazing souls who are going to listen to it like that's magic and to to honor the realness of that of this um this deeper level of not deeper but yeah this magical what word am I looking for here like I I'd say like it kind of adds a depth Mm. to existence to me like Mm. and I think even the way that we cast spells with our words with what we share with our choices and rituals you know you and I are both pretty big into like Mm-hmm. rituals and rituals when, rituals and <laughs> um you know like whenever we'll go out into nature together we'll build like fairy houses and make mm-hmm. offerings things like that it brings up for me like charles eisenstein's work in a way every single thing we do matters to all mm-hmm. the levels of reality and it doesn't matter if no one sees it like everything we do makes a difference and so to hang out with someone who is like firmly in the magic is real and all the levels of existence seen and unseen and and that we can sensitively tune into are real is just like so refreshing and Mm. (laughs) and this is you know it's a bit of a different episode than normal but the sisterhood and the the real like divinity of this work is super important to me and to you and the earth in general mm-hmm. at this time so i just really want to honor that and give that space because yeah i can have a million scientists on here but like what about the magic mm-hmm. what about the femininity what about the sisterhood what about the way that plants communicate with us telepathically what about our feminine bodies and the feminine earth body and the cycles and the you know the lineage of magic it's all part of it for me so Mm -hmm. i'm like really happy to start to go in this direction thank you you. yeah such an honor to get to be on your show and talk about just what inspires me which is this like yeah there's so much we don't know and even what we do know like even what science does know is like been tested from this with the intention of getting a result which you always will because that's like the science of science quantum which is like yeah whatever your intention is you will 
receive. So even mm-hmm. though you get this answer, if you did it a different way, you'd get a different answer, and which is why you have like test groups and like everything is set up in this exact perfect way so you will get the result you want. It's like, mm. it's kind of mind-blowing, honestly, and beautiful and has its purpose. And, you know, like beyond that, it's like just such such infinite possibility. And I feel like as long as we, we being anyone who wants to as long as we continue to just take a pause like take a breath and look around and remember that we're on a planet that had like a one in a billionth chance of existing Mm -hmm. and it somehow did and we had like our parents had to meet and their 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 parents had to meet back to the star that first like blew up like and now we're here it's Mm -hmm something extra special you know like it's that's fucking magic right now yeah that's like what more could we want dinosaurs existed here mm-hmm. have you ever seen the fucking skeleton of a dinosaur mm-hmm. that's something we would make up right like that's like a unicorn what is different from a unicorn and a dinosaur literally nothing <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sorry that's yeah. magical yeah it is Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well listen so I know that there's been a lot of different things that you have, books and people you've studied with who have informed this kind of sort of like holistic, feminine, spiritual, and I won't say spiritual because that comes with the whole thing, but like magical lens that you have on reality, Mm -hmm. sisterhood focused lens on reality. And I was curious, could you share? Okay, so like one book you gave me that I've shared with a few friends is Witch by Lisa Lister. And that was like... That's been so helpful for learning about the cycles and seasons and the witch wound, Mm -hmm. you know, which we all have. And I was curious, what else, what other resources, teachers would you share with listeners to Mm. delve more into this side of reality and earth magic? Um, Okay, I'm sometimes horrible with names. I can give you names of books, but the authors, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Sagittarius. I'll list them them in the show notes. You're literally the best. Um, Witch in the Kitchen by Kat, I think it's Kat Johnson. Okay. She, that book is incredible. It's like my first witch book ever and just super cute, like very like earth-based, like cooking. And I think cooking is such alchemy and such like a representation of magic in so many different ways. Mm. Um, That book is incredible priestess of the forest i cannot tell you at all who wrote it ellen something incredible if you're curious about druidism or like celtic mysticism or like earth-based spirituality of if you're like a europeaner we had like before europe was christianized there was an earth-based spirituality that our ancestors practiced Mm -hmm. that got turned into paganism but even before it was paganism it was it was just this relationship with the earth. It's very, if you look into like Anaism, which is Native American spirituality, and you compare it and contrast it with Celtic mysticism, it is so fucking, it's like, the, it's basically the same thing mm. with different, you know, there was different animals and different trees. So the, the interpretation is a bit different, but the cycle, the will of the year is so similar to the medicine will. It's, I mean, it's a wow. will, it's a cycle. It's, it is our native spirituality and i cannot it's just it's so empowering and that book is um priestess of the forest priestess of forest that introduces you to druidism and it's a fiction it's just gorgeous but just um oh my god i guess i don't have a 
singular book about Celtic mysticism, but just Google Celtic mysticism or look up, you know, like Native European spirituality. And I Mm. really cannot recommend that enough. Like just empowering yourself on knowing our roots as European people, as white people, like what, what spirituality was being practiced. So we're not having to, and of course, learning from other, uh, culture spirituality is incredible and like to be able to know ours and to see the similarity i feel like it's going to be immensely healing for for bridging and connecting people of all colors and people of this earth this one earth yeah to understand our roots you know no matter where we come from have some context for you know for me i'm like well definitely had some of that in there because i'm such a nature freak you know like um and i would like to study that more myself and so it'd be fun to study it a bit deeper maybe and come back together and Mm, talk about it it. yeah totally it's such and you know even if you look that's why witchcraft is so resonant and so potent with so many women because it is our native spirituality Mm. it's our native spirituality it's going off of the earth seasons and cycles but i could keep going on that um (laughs) katie hess she does flower essences um lotus way is her company she is my i mean i'm just like my mentor like i love everything she does she's incredible she's beautiful woman incredible heart so resourced and like just a wealth of knowledge and i recommend every all her books everything she talks about she has a podcast called the flower lounge that she actually doesn't do anymore but there's tons of episodes um Mm. she's phenomenal and the work of dr emoto has influenced me a lot and honestly i just stay up to date masaru emoto yeah yes yeah incredible his research with water it's like that bridge it's right there i think water the spirituality and science of water is the future which is also the past and every moment but (laughs) yeah yeah so Mm, a couple Ooh, one that I thought of while you were talking. It's sitting in the closet behind me, but it's called The Chalice and the Blade. Mm, you read it? No. Mm, it's, I've, I have owned it for several years. I've read probably 75% of it. It's oh, quite wow. dense. Yeah. Um, it's by this woman, Rianne Eisler, and it describes the um, more like co-supportive, matriarchal types mm. of cultures that used to exist. And how that has kind of been trans, you know, symbolized by the chalice. Oh, um, that and it's been transitioned, you know, now more into like the dominating, competitive, patriarchal systems that we're seeing that we've been living in, and we're starting to see crumble, symbolized by the blade. Interesting. A mentor of mine, Patricia Allison, recommended that to me, and it really blew my mind. I was like, wow, you know, it wasn't always this way, and the suppression of like goddess culture women-led, you know, feminine-centric culture really has been, you know, deliberately suppressed in all sorts of ways. I'll lend it to you. I have it Yeah, I'm curious about it for sure. I'd love to take a peek and read Mm. it because I love that. Even that symbolism, the chalice, the the blade, the blade, the penis, like, (laughs) you know, it's like, Mm. yeah, I'm curious. One more book before I forget, um, Braiding Sweetgrass by oh. robin wall kimmerer yes just phenomenal and even have you read gathering moss Mm-mm. 
poetry gathering moss poetry yeah it's her book before braiding sweetgrass oh, wow. okay but it's just and it's more about moss and like algae rather than like plants and trees mm. like braiding sweetgrasses but just it's that she bridges it so well she's a botanist with native spirituality and those mm. tie together it's like our ancestors and this is kind of oh, last tangent here but like herbalists were just the grandmothers before there was a, a, you know, a scale. It's like the, the herbs grew in your yard. Your babies get sick. You learn by listening what plants are good for what. They didn't go under a microscope. They didn't break down the compounds. They weren't figuring out, quote unquote, figuring out what this plant was good for. Mm-hmm. They had a relationship with these plants and they knew what they were good for because they they had a relationship. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, it's so an ancestral it's so in our dna to have these relationships with plants and with the earth and with magic it's like it's who we are i think so it so is yeah well thank you so much for coming on and just speaking into yeah sisterhood community building earth magic and i'm really excited you and i are going to be hosting some workshops Uh coming up here on the island be so fun i cannot wait yes working with plants plant magic flower essences so stay tuned for that we'll put that out on our pages when we're gonna do that yay thank you for having me on your show jennings this has been so fun i'm so honored and i love you i love the work you're doing i admire you deeply Mm. i'm grateful to call you a sister in this life oh i love you thank you i love you thank you babe (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Regenerative Revolution Podcast. We have all the tools we need to become educated and activated into positively co-creating with the life force of the earth. This podcast is here to help the transition along and help us all get inspired, connect, and act. Please remember to hit subscribe, rate us five stars, and even leave us a nice review. It really helps the show rise in the rankings and helps this message get out to more and more people. Who do you want to hear interviewed next? It's important to me that this is a co-created exploration and I would love everyone's suggestions for the next episode. You can send those suggestions to me via the Instagram for the show at Regenerative Revolution Podcast, or you can send them to my email, JenningsIngram at gmail.com. Thank you so much for co-creating this adventure with me and thank you from the bottom of my heart for being an essential part of the Regenerative Revolution. See you in the next episode.